0: What's up, everybody? It's Travis here. Today is October 21st, 22nd, 2022. have not gone on this podcast in almost two years. been really on my heart. I got up at uh, 4 a.m. this morning to seek the Lord, went to the Adoration Chapel, prayed, and I always try to allow God to uh, do what I feel like He needs to do in my heart before I leave the chapel. I was reading from First Peter, a little bit of Isaiah 54, because I had two receipts, both of which were $54 from the same place. Well, one was 54.50, the one was 50, 54. So I just kept thinking I need to read Isaiah, and it's about, uh, I will no longer leave you in your shame, but I will restore you. So beautiful promises from God. Uh, very pleased to get back on the podcast. It's been on my heart to get back on here for a while, so... Without further ado and a longer introduction, I'm going to jump right into today. So I'm going to be reading from 2 Samuel 11. And it says, At the turn of the year when kings go out on campaign, David sent out Joab with his officers in the army of Israel. And they ravaged the Ammonites and besieged Rabbah. David, however, remained in Jerusalem. One evening, David rose from his siesta and strolled about on the roof of the palace. From the roof, he saw a woman bathing who was very beautiful. David had inquiries about the woman And was told she is Bathsheba, daughter of Eliam, and wife of Joab. And wife of Joab's armor bearer, Uriah the Hittite. Uriah the Hittite. Then David sent messengers and took her. When she came to him, he had relations with her at a time when she was just purified. After a monthly period, Then she then returned to her house. But the woman had conceived and sent the information to David. I am with child. So I'm going to stop right there. Uh, Many of y'all know the ending of that story about David doesn't, repent at that moment and come clean, he, uh, continues to hide his sin. And, uh, the longer he hid his sin, the more destructive and the greater and the harsher the judgment the Lord had to bring upon him to correct him. And later on, uh, the book, it says that the sword will never, never depart from your house, right? Because of what, uh, David did. And what's so fascinating is that very first few script uh, verses to me, it says at the turn of the year, when Kings go out on campaign, and then it goes down a little bit. It says, but David, however, remained in Jerusalem. And then it says one evening, David rolled, rose from his siesta. So think about it. He's, he's lounging. He's in his King's palace. He's had all these breakthroughs. People have danced for him. Like, you know, he's anointed. He's the anointed of God. He's the king of Israel, the chosen people of God. This guy has, this guy is walking in more power and glory than anyone on the planet at this moment in time. And so what happens is he gets comfortable and he starts having other people do his work for him. He stops going out to battle. He says, oh, think of all the many many people that I've, you know, conquered and, and look how I, I, you know, God anointed me and I'm the anointed of God and I deserve to rest and this and that. And, and his flesh and the Satan starts seducing David. And what's amazing though, is later on in the story, David does repent. Even though he took a while, he still repented. God had mercy on him. He forgave him. And after many years of trials, the Lord restored him and they restored his house However, unfortunately, later that birth to Solomon, we know what happened to Solomon. And uh, it's it's just trippy to think that David should have been at battle. Had David never left, had he stayed engaged, he would not have fallen into sin. And that's where he made his biggest mistake. He took a siesta. He took a nap. I don't know about y'all, but. Sometimes when I take naps, I'll I'll feel temptations. I'll I'll feel, you know, groggy. I'm not as alert. I'm not as honed as I was before I took the nap. And often I think that extreme fatigue can be a spiritual thing. I really do, because the enemy. I heard this one evangelist once say that you know right before a great breakthrough happens, um, it was Ray Comfort actually. He would get very tired, and then he knew he had to push through that fatigue because something great was happening. And so David did not choose to push through the fatigue. Rather, David sinned. He, he should have been at battle. And I want to encourage every believer who's listening to this podcast today, stay in battle. Stay engaged. Don't back out when you're tired, when you're fearful, whatever. Stay engaged. Like when I go out on outreach or I go talk to people when I'm at work, if I feel like I need to do something, maybe I feel fear in my heart or whatever, I just start praying. I say, okay, God, empower me. Holy Spirit, come. Fear, go. Holy Spirit, come. Fear, go. Holy Spirit, come. Fear, go. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Jesus, help me. You know, send angels, you know, by the power of the Holy Spirit, empower me. God, give me grace. God, anoint me. And as I do that, and as I do that, I feel the grace of God begin to work through me And he gives me that grace for the breakthrough in that moment. But the key is, I've got to stay engaged. You see, when you're at battle, you have to engage the enemy. You don't just look at the enemy. You don't just let the enemy just attack you and slice you up. You engage him. You do battle against him. And what's amazing about being the believer is our power comes all from God. In our own strength, we'd be the most twisted off perverted people. That's what we would be without Jesus because that's all we can do. Anything good in me is a product of Jesus Christ. Anything evil in me is a product of my fallen nature and myself. Everything good is attributed to God. Everything evil in me is attributed to myself and, and uh, my fallen nature. And as, there's no way I can blame my sin on God. I can only thank God for the good works he's done in me and the fact that he's willing to forgive my sin. But it doesn't mean that I have a, a, a license to just sin and get away with it. I can't, expect, I can't sin expecting God to forgive me, right? So I'll encourage you is to learn, learn the times, grow in self-awareness, grow in self-awareness because um, I read this book about growing in holiness. It said, you got to grow in knowledge of God. You have to grow in knowledge of yourself. Why? Because if you know your weaknesses, if you know that your, 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 your limits, like, if you know you can only handle 10 hours a day of work or, or you know, 12 hours, four days a week. That's like your limit. And then you need time to rest and be with the Lord. Or you know you need to pray two hours a day. I feel there's some people listening to this. You really need to pray two hours a day every morning. God's called you to that. God's called you. That. He's called you to pray at least two hours every morning. I'm probably one of those people. I need to steward that better. And I'm going to. I feel the Holy Spirit convicting me right now. But, uh, yeah, so anyway... Uh, just steward that. Know your limits. Know what you need to do to keep your soul pure and to avoid those, tem- t- those things of weakness. Sometimes maybe being on the computer for too long alone, you know, for somebody that's, that's too much. You know, you need to be in a public place when you're on the computer for an extended period of time or, you know, some of y'all, you need to exercise three or four times a week or maybe you need to fast, you know, two, three days a week. You know, you need to start fasting three days a week. You need to consistently deny your flesh to keep growing and growing and growing in God. Because what we don't wanna do is to rest on our laurels and say, look at all that I have done. Because that's a lie. It's not what you've done, it's what Jesus did through you. It's his grace. Now you cooperated with it, but still you could have never done it without him. So you have to stay in that place of God. There's another battle. There's another fight. I think it was St. Teresa of Avila. She said, it can grow weary knowing that there's always an army coming against you at all points in the day. So I don't want to keep rambling on. I want to pray for you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Lord Jesus Christ, thank you for every person listening to this podcast, God. I thank you that it would touch uh, thousands of people, Lord, that it would bless them, that it would be encouragement to them, God, that it would uh, just, just be a reminder that you know, we can push ourselves further. You know, we, can, we can go further. We can fast longer. We can pray more intensely. We can preach more boldly. And God, we can do this thing, Lord, we can do it because we have you, God. We have Jesus Christ, the God, man. So, Father, I thank you, Lord, that a wish fulfilled is a tree of life. A wish fulfilled is a tree of life. So, God, I pray for dreams to be realized. God, I pray for the life of God to be manifest in them, Lord. Holy Spirit, anoint your children, Lord. You love them so much, God. Bless them this day. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen.